On to the 1 p.m. games. First, we've got uh, Chicago at Atlanta. Right now, we both have Atlanta. They should win. They um, should win. The only uh, one of the big mess is I don't think Julio's going to play. He's questionable right now. Um, it's Yeah, my, my interpretation was he might be out. Yeah, he talked about how like he, he kind of tweaked it and it got worse during the game. Mm-hmm. So I am uh, I'm leaning towards he doesn't play. Could be wrong, but so obviously if he doesn't play, Ridley makes it even more um, like he's even more of, of an appealing pick. I mean, you're obviously starting him anyway, but yeah, there's more targets and then more for Hurst and then more for I guess Gage becomes kind of a stream if uh, Julio is out. Yeah. I mean, it, it did look like I, I don't think you're going to see Julio practice this week, and it's just going to be a game time decision, like if he's going or not, yeah. right? You know, like or like he maybe he'll try to go, but then be like, nah. But I don't think we're going to get like full Julio this week. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Even without side, him, they should still. Yeah. Even without him, they should still. They should still win. Yeah. If yeah. they lose to the Bears, then there's a big problem. Um, yeah. But yeah, on the bear side, I like A Rob a lot. Um, so of course, yeah. The, the Falcons' defense is a sieve. Um, if A Rob doesn't do it this week, I'm panic buttoning because, like, I know Mitch isn't good, but like, it he should be able to make it work this game. Like, he's getting targets, it's just not converting. He's caught all of his catchable targets. There mm. just haven't been. A lot of catchable targets. <laughs> <laughs> you need more of those, the yeah. ones that you can catch. Hmm. So I'm banking on it, clicking this game. They've got a lot. They got an easy schedule coming up, I think, over the next like several weeks. So I'm I'm banking on a Rob kicking it back into gear uh, this game. He uh, Anthony Miller is their slot man, right? Yes, but he he got out snapped by a Darnold Mooney last week for what it's worth. Was wasn't he a little injured though? I is he like always? a little. A little iffy. Let me look. Because I, I, Anthony Miller is like often injured. Um, he let's see. He showed up with a calf on the injury report, but I think he just didn't play well. Oh. Oh yeah. He had, he oh yeah, he dropped he dropped uh, yeah, an end zone target. Which Ooh. He, they say it was, it was just like a bad drop that should have been a touchdown. Interesting. But A Rob has gotten nine targets each game. They're just not converting fully. Because he, he got 5 for 74 in week 1. Not great, but, you know, it could be worse. But last week, it just wasn't clicking. So I'm really thinking it'll come back this week. Is um, There's just a lot of Bears. Like, I, I'm just, like, curious about how things kind of shake out with them. Like, is Cole Komet finally getting integrated in? Not um, finally. Not I thought I saw not really yet. Um, I saw – I think I saw him catch something last <laughs> week. He had he got one catch. Something. Yeah, he had a twelve-yard catch. I think I'm let me I'm pulling up the snap counts right now, like targets and stuff. I know, I think Jimmy Graham did play a lot less last week. So yeah, he went down from eighty percent to sixty-two percent. Cole Komet is staying around a third. Demetrius Harris got a few more, but yeah, they're getting mm-hmm. they're getting Cole Komet a little more worked in. He yeah, he's gotten one target each of the last two weeks. Interesting. I I don't think he'll be useful really for twenty twenty, but he might by the end of the year he might kind of be. A few targets a week, kind of guy. Yeah, so I'm just curious, like why they took him in general. But <laughs> it's a good question when they had uh, 13 tight ends. Yeah, but 
aside from a rob are there any bears you're interested in i know you know the running backs against atlanta thing is is a yeah Tariq Tariq cohen probably is fine do you think they use them after they paid him this week (laughs) (laughs) one would hope a little bit i think he and montgomery like are both like playable but i don't i don't like it yeah, it's not something I want to be a part of, but like if you have them, you should probably keep them in. You're probably stuck with it. Yeah, <laughs> unless you've just solely drafted running backs, in which case you probably that was probably the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, really, everyone needs a chill out of running backs this year, apparently. But yeah, I think Tariq and David are fine. I... David Montgomery has looked a lot better. I think he like lost weight or something, and he looks like a little quicker. Doesn't he? He does look quicker. Yeah, so I would feel better. I would feel okay about him. Um... He's never exciting, but I don't. Yeah, I don't feel terrible about him. And then I don't know about Tariq. I, I want. I want to see them use him first. I know, like it's <laughs> tough. Yeah, like I don't feel good about recommending him until I see them use him this year. So I don't know. I mean, in a optimal, like an optimally run Chicago offense, they should both be getting the ball a good amount. Ideally, know? yeah. Ideally, yeah. Rico <laughs> is solid. I'm just like they just apparently want to pay him and not use him. Yeah, but no, I yeah, I think Montgomery will be fine. Mm-hmm. But the the big thing is this on, on this is well, well they're missing Caleb and Gary right, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he, he's, he's the right, right tackle. tackle yeah which hurts <laughs> yeah because um, now they they've got Mac they can put like oh we'll put him on this side then classic Atlanta with their line injuries yeah but yeah I really don't think Julio's gonna play that's like one of the big things for the game but I'd be surprised if he did um so I'm gonna take Atlanta though because they really should beat the Bears. Um, next up, we've got the Rams at Buffalo. Probably one of the, one of the best games of the week. Um, yeah, no. I, I am going to go Rams here. Gotcha. I was deciding that as we were doing our review of last week. <laughs> um, the, I mean, Sean McVay is looking pretty, pretty good right now with that offense. Yeah, the Rams are solid right now. I, I have no clue the running back's going to be this week. Like, so Probably not Akers. He's probably yeah, I think Akers is already out. Uh, Malcolm Brown apparently got like pinky surgery and is going to play, but I have no clue if Henderson's going to get him a run or what. Like I would lean, I would lean Henderson if like I'm making a recommendation. I have because no idea. He looked really, he looked pretty good last week, and um, I mean he's he's the not hurt at all one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's I'm... a reasonable like barometer to use too. The yeah, but if guy. Malcolm Brown is in. He's probably starting. Yeah, right. like that's that's a, that's one where like you're gonna kind of have to wait till more stuff comes out about Malcolm Brown's finger and availability and stuff. Yeah, like if they say that he's the one basically, and that like it's his pinky, but he's fine, then he'll probably I think shell most of the carries and will be really frustrating. Mm-hmm. But if he's not, and they're saying Henderson will probably get most of it, then you could probably go with Henderson. Yeah. Um, as far as other Rams. Know. Yeah, as far as other Rams, I am really into Higby again, actually, as far as, like, fantasy production. Um, unsure on how good of a person he is or is not. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, he's yeah. obviously not, like, he may not be, I have no idea if he's, like, a terrible person, but he's probably not a good person based on that. Uh... So I, I didn't find this out till in the middle of his three-touchdown day. I went on Twitter, and someone, like, posted right. about it. I was like, what? See, apparently, like, before he got into the league, he, like, one of his friends said a racial slur, and he punched some guy, and it, like, damaged his brain or something a little bit i don't remember exactly what it was but Jeez. yeah he punched some guy really fucking hard because i guess he because his friend called him something i have no clue what it was but 
not good. It was bad. Yeah, um, that's pretty sucky. But so there's a chance he's racist. Who knows? Um, <laughs> or he associates with racists, which is still not good. Uh, don't yeah. associate with racists. So anyway, Tyler Higby <laughs> is in a good matchup though, um, because the, the tight ends versus Bills make a lot of sense because of their secondary. Like we saw Mike Gusecki do well. Um, not Chris Herndon because well, Chris Herndon still got six catches, but it's the Jets. So the, the their corners and and the front make it make sense for the tight ends to do well against Buffalo. Like it might yep. just be like a by default, not because they're bad against it, but because it's the easiest spot to attack. But um, yeah. but actually, like the run defense hasn't been great for who they face. So they face the Jets, obviously. That's kind of hard to tell. But the Dolphins had like a pretty okay running total against them. The Dolphins like barely run, but they did get 99 yards with 22 carries, which is an okay average at least. Yeah, and for if sure. You take, if you take out the Jordan Howard, you know, the goal line carries, it's a lot better too. So I think because like the so Gaskin and Brita each got seven carries. They got 46 and 37 yards, so good averages. So with how the Rams offense works with, you know, really good run blocking and like effective rushing schemes and tight end usage between Higby and honestly Everett too, if you want to like take a shot at him, but I have no clue on his health. Um, I think mm-hmm. they, they match up well, which is why I'm picking them. Yeah, no, absolutely. They, I mean, their safeties are good too. Like they have Micah Hyde, mm-hmm. but it's the easiest part to attack on the defense. You're absolutely right because their corners are good and their front is really good. Mm-hmm. Their linebackers, I think, are solid, but they're like you know, Chris Herndon getting six catches would be on most other teams a pretty good week at tight end. <laughs> that's still that's six catches. If you're in a PPR sort of format, you should feel good about a Rams tight end. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm guessing Jalen Ramsey goes on digs probably. I have no clue. If he'll shadow or, I don't know if he'll shadow or take a side, but I, I imagine he'll want to shadow digs. Yeah, I would say probably on that. Yeah, so off of that, are you going to be into John Brown? Or what are you thinking? Um, hmm. Who do the Rams play? The Rams played, oh, they played the Eagles last week. That's a terrible offensive huh. like showing of tape. It's like trying to see what worked against the Rams defense and then saying, oh, it was the Eagles. So all they could do was use their tight ends because that's <laughs> all they have. Um, I don't know. I think uh, as a whole, like Buffalo is kind of just it's really hard to pick fantasy wise on any given week because yeah. because Sean McDermott is a good coach and doesn't really rely on any singular person, but changes the scheme around based on who they're playing. Um do you think we maybe see Buffalo try to employ rushing? Because, like, if I'm thinking about Buffalo trying to air it out, it doesn't end super great. It like, the way it plays out in my brain, you know, you've got Ramsey on digs and you've got Aaron Donald rushing up the middle. Like, right. It seems like it makes the most sense for them to take a run heavy approach. So maybe I'd be into more like taking a chance on Singletary or Moss this week. I wish Knox was playing because yeah. I would totally be on him. I don't he, know. He might they're... play though. Like I don't. I can try to find it if he's going to be out. Of yeah, he's, That's a big he's questionable because I like the tight end against uh, the Rams too. Yeah, if he's in, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Jalen. <laughs> Probably he runs it a lot. That's like yeah, uh, yeah. I think he runs it a lot. I think he dumps off to. Probably, I mean, Ma- they didn't use Moss a whole lot last week, but 
That'd I be think, nice to see him get moving because he's a pretty big dude. Yeah, it does seem like a running back catch game, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it does. Like it could be a really nice like single Terry PPR day or something. Mm-hmm. John Brown's probably the most interesting. I think mm-hmm. like he, he he's definitely boomer bust. He yeah, might get he you. He should out. get the easier coverage, and he and Jalen have a good connection. So like, I'm pretty good on John Brown this week, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. That's really fun yeah, to pick that guy. Stream the smoke. Stream that smoke, baby. Yeah. Um, smoke if, stream. if Knox is in, I think he's. I think we agree he's good. But if he's not in, Tyler Croft is the backup. Would you consider him? Yep, I sure would. Yeah. We we saw him be effective. Is the thing we've seen him be effective before at Cincinnati. Because yeah. I think in that situation, it's all about the game script, and I think whoever it is, Tyler Croft or Knox, would be involved. Gotcha. And then as far so last game, I don't. I I have it come across any defense I've liked in the last two games. This game, any interest in either defense? I think if you want to take a gamble, you should probably gamble on the team you think is going to win. <laughs> um, and you you could be right. I, I don't want either defense. Yeah, I would. If I'm picking a defense, I'm going to pick the Rams defense just because as good as Josh Allen has been, he does have his bad Jalen moments. And the Rams have been super safe this year, so... Yeah, I mean, I have the Bills defense in my homer league where we have defenses, and I am starting a different defense. <laughs> just, I'm just not confident in it. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a good game. Might be a little tough to predict for fantasy just because of how these teams go spread the ball around, though. Um, Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next up, we've got Washington at Cleveland. You have Cleveland. I don't know yet. I think I'll pick Cleveland, but this is going to be like a final minute decision for me. I... I, it's a gross game, man. <laughs> yeah, for bangers, I wrote no one. Like, I don't think anyone has a. I mean, I've got one stream, but I don't think there's anyone who's gonna like make your week this this game. Well, I I put exclusively for defensive options because I think <laughs> that's like go with the defenses in this one. Yeah, if you feel like both the defenses are good options, it probably means the offense isn't gonna be there. <laughs> like, so I put under the uh, takeaway here. Uh, Brandon Scherf's not playing for the uh, Washington football team, which means that the two-fifths of the line that was good is now one-fifth. So their line just got even worse. Um, and it was okay before, but now it's it's got one good player, and Cleveland does have a pretty good pass yeah, rush. We saw against Cincinnati, probably, I guess at this point, a pretty even line. If you want to compare like Washington-Cincinnati as far as like offensive line talent at this point. like For sure. And then um, on the flip side, like, the Washington defense is just scary. Yeah. And Cleveland's line is better, but it's not amazing. So I think there's just going to be a lot of sacks. Yeah, this is going to be a very <laughs> sack-heavy game. Yeah. Just get your sacks ready. Oh, baby. Um, I put, ultimately, I think Cleveland's receivers can bail out their offense more reliably. Yeah, they're also... Washington. Cleveland's also going to have Jack Conklin this week because he, he didn't play last week, so they're going to. Is have he him. back? Yeah, he's going to play this week, so that helps a lot too. That definitely they, they helps. They need him because, like, we kind of talked about this. It's not trying to say like, oh, like when you run the ball x times you win the game, but like if they win the game, it's because the running attack was good, and Jack Conklin is going to be necessary for that to work for sure. So I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty much the same thing we know with Cleveland, which is if they're doing things offensively it'll be you know on the back of the ground game yeah um streams i'm gonna say logan thomas the browns 
as we've seen, have been awful, just just dreadful against tight ends and slot receivers. So mm-hmm. I'm in on Logan Thomas. He's been getting a lot of targets too. Um, let me pull up the exact numbers, but he's been getting a lot of looks. He's gotten, um, let's see, he's gotten. Uh, oh, there we go. Eight and nine targets the last two games. So that's a lot of targets, especially for tight end. And then um, actually, the more I've thought about it, the more I think. I don't know if you call him a starter stream, but I think Kareem Hunt makes a lot of sense this week. Um, if if they're winning, he'll get some carries because, like, like we saw, like when they get ahead, he gets some carries too. And then when they're behind, he gets pass work. So, mm-hmm. or if the line's struggling, he'll get pass work. So I think this this matchup makes a lot of sense for Kareem Hunt. Like I think against good D lines, Kareem Hunt will be pretty solid as far as like reliable touch floor for an art like like for the team's like second running back. I uh I like completely agree there. Yeah. Because obviously everyone knows all of Chubb, but like it just depends on how Cleveland offense holds up. But I think I think Kareem Hunt make. Even regardless of if they are ahead or behind, he makes sense schematically for how the team uses the running backs. So, I'll, yeah, I don't know if I like ball out because I don't see a lot of scoring in this game, but I guess I'll put him as a stream, stream Kareem, stream Kareem. But I think I'll end up going with Cleveland for now. For now, I'll say Cleveland, but I may change. We'll see. Okay, what would inspire a change? If you is there someone you're looking for to not play? I don't know. Just don't, you like, just don't have a feel yet. Yeah, I just don't. I was torn. Like talking through it, Cleveland makes more sense. But I, I was very torn trying to pick this game. So I don't think it's a blowout by either team. No, Cleveland being favored by seven is hilarious. Like <laughs> it's basically saying that Cincinnati's a point better than Washington based on spreads. <laughs> so that's funny. But yeah, this will, this game will be a defensive struggle probably. But um, next up we've got. Tennessee at Minnesota. Right now we both have Tennessee because of how uh, pitiful Minnesota has looked. <laughs> I think that's an, almost an understatement. <laughs> yeah, it's been bad. So Tennessee makes a lot of sense. I think we see... So it's it's just hilarious. This is the first time probably ever that Derrick Henry's been like underperforming touchdown-wise in terms of like touches and yards and touchdowns, like, you know, all related. He hasn't gotten... He hasn't scored yet. <clears throat> so that'll happen soon. Uh AJ Brown's still out, so Corey Davis and Jonu Smith make a lot of sense. But I mean, Jonu looked really good last week. I would probably be more inclined to play him just because. Yeah, that connection yeah. is clearly blossoming. Mm-hmm. And like, it's Corey Davis. Like, it's <laughs> safe. But he, it's a it's a good matchup. He's probably going to be just fine. Um, I put him on the stream, but he's probably going to do well. Like, it's it's at this point, it's just those three, and I guess Humphreys too, but. I mean, Corey Davis should feast against these corners, so I'd probably put him in banger the more I talk through it. <laughs> Corey Davis, all right. Um, they all could. They really all could. Yeah, Hump should probably be a stream, honestly. Um, but, Humph. so, Minnesota, I mean, I think that encompasses Tennessee. That's kind of straightforward, right? I mean, yeah. T- Tanny's, Tanny's a good pick, obviously. Yeah, he's um, been good. Yeah, Minnesota side. Um, Ooh. I think Thielen will have a good week again on target volume just because Tennessee's uh, pass defense isn't that great. Like, I don't want any part of the Vikings. <laughs> I don't want it per se, but um, like I'm just looking through. I mean, like Jacksonville had a good passing week against them. Who did they play week one? Denver? Or wait. Yeah, they played Denver week one. Denver. That's not as, you know, uh, telling, but yeah, that's. Denver didn't do a whole lot through there, and like it was a lot of fan, but it's also Denver. 
But the Jags, who have at least like some competence, have hey, had a good passing week. Blake Minshew hit 339 yards. Um, receivers did well. So I guess it's is Minnesota more like Denver or Jacksonville, which maybe the answer is Denver. I don't know. <laughs> but Ugh. I think Thielen's good enough to get his this game. So Yeah, I mean, if you have Thielen, you're not going to take him out of your lineup, probably. Yeah, like... I so in in Dynasty where I've got feeling like I've got DJ Moore, A Rob, Juju, and DK. Like I'm probably gonna sit Thielen this week, even though he's. I think he'll be fine. It's just like it's scary because they could shit the bed again. Yeah, and you have. I mean, you have a lot of other options that are already like in the same vein in mm-hmm. terms of what they can hit talent wise. Yeah, like if you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Thielen is honestly weirdly enough. I think he's boom bust. Like he's he's risk reward guy, which is weird to say about a feeling, but it's basically is is are the Vikings pumpkins. Yep. Um, I know earlier we kind of mentioned potential trap game. Um, it's obviously always possible, and like given how these teams have been running, like I say running in terms of like running hot or cold, like win loss wise. Do you think that is how in play? Do you think the trap game is here? Um. <sighs> Uh, I I don't I don't know. I'm inclined to say not very. Yeah, I, like it. It's possible because you have one team that looks significantly better than another team, even though the one team hasn't actually won by that much. Yeah, Minnesota it, just looks so bad. Yeah, but, and, but like if Minnesota steps it up, then this will be a much closer game. Yeah, the problem is they they did just lose their right guard, so their guards are really bad. Like, yeah, I mean, I think Jadavian Clowney will probably have some fun, huh? Yep. And they lost Anthony Barr, which means they oh, lost yeah. Herrick. Uh, Herrick. Herrick. Derrick Henry is a Herrick. That Herrick. sounds that sounds appropriate for how he plays that, right? Herrick Denry. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Tennessee should be able to handle it win this. So, I probably won't watch this game. Um, <laughs> I probably won't either. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the Raiders at the Patriots. Right now, we're both at the Patriots. Based on how... These teams both played really well last week. Just the Raiders came in with the win. The Patriots didn't. Um, <clears throat> banger, Cam. Cam's a banger here. I think that's probably most weeks, but the Raiders haven't really been... Like, their defense isn't good yet. Like, they ha- they can make some plays, but Cam should be able to do his thing. Right. The Patriots will be able to get more of a pass rush on the Raiders, like, I think pretty solidly than the Raiders will on New England. Yeah. And I, yeah, Cam should have a should be a banger. Mm-hmm. You should absolutely start him in your lineups. Yeah. He's clearly still good. We told we've been saying this though. Like we, this is not news for us, right? Yeah, like, like we've, we've like Cam is still good. Why aren't the Chargers getting him? Oh look, the Patriots got him. That sucks because he's still good. Yeah, and maybe <laughs> Herbert ends up being fine, and they don't you know need it. But like teams like the Bears, you know, <sighs> like you see these teams where. They're a quarterback away. You're just like... Yeah, how are you the Bears and you get Nick Foles instead of Cam Newton? How are you... Like, how does that happen? It's... I, I really... It, <laughs> it makes it makes no logical sense. Like, I, <sighs> I can't justify it in any sense. So, it's... It's wild. But I do think that the Patriots are very suited to get the most out of Cam as far as, like, the coaching there. Like, they'll, they embrace him, so... 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's having a – it's all working very well. Yeah, and then I think Edelman should be 
a banger here. He's Camp's primary target, getting a ton of looks. Eventually, a touchdown may happen too. Who knows? But <laughs> one day, eventually. But he's especially in PPR. He's getting so many looks that he he's got to be a banger in PPR for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's like the only real pass catcher on the team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the only reliable receiver there. And then, um, of course, Josh Jacobs is always great play. Always play him if you have mm-hmm. him because he gets so many touches. And then uh, good news is because we saw Jacobs on the sideline some Monday night. Apparently, it's just a tight hip flex. He was trying to get like stretched out. So that's something that should be just fine. Like I, I have tight hip flexors. Like you just have to make sure they're stretched and ready. Like. Sometimes yeah. they tighten up, but it's not it's not like something that should linger. So that's good. Um other Raiders, I love rugs this week, dude. Oh yeah, it's, you're it's, big on the rugs. Yeah, I think it's rugs week. He'll have another week, you know, of because last week he didn't do much, but he did get like a really impactful PI near the end of the game. Um to pretty much help the Raiders kind of seal it. And right. then um he you know he was also kind of dealing with some lingering injury from the previous week. So hopefully he's a little more past that. And then Gilmore is probably, I assume Gilmore is going to be on Brian Edwards because he always takes the bigger guys. Yeah. So, I kind of, yeah, I kind of thought that too, actually. Even, so, yeah, even though Edwards is, has like a minor injury, I think he's going to play. It's like a yeah. minor foot thing. Gotcha. But yeah, Gilmore would probably be on Edwards, I assume, just because of playing outside and being the bigger target. Um, oh, obviously, Dar- Darren Waller is always a play as well. Um, yeah, so I was going to ask, who do you think Belichick focuses? Do you think he focuses Jacobs, or do you think he focuses Waller? That's a good question. I mean, Because he's going to try to take someone out of the game. Well, here's the thing. I, I think he prioritizes those two. Right. And, or maybe, like, I, I don't think he'll prioritize Ruggs yet. And so, like, he, he knows that the Raiders can run and, like, run block well, run. Like, they will, they will get theirs running. But I, I think if like if how many times did Waller fucking bail out the Raiders like on a draw on a drive like I th- I, th- right. I think Waller's gonna be his main priority. Okay. Like thinking through it, like he liked didn't he go on a rave, Belichick the other night about Waller? I have no clue. He said it was like the best tight end he's seen since Gronk or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if if Bill raves about someone, you know he's gonna try to stop him. Exactly. Probably he's been watching a ton of tape and been like, oh fuck. So yeah, I think he's definitely gonna try to bottle up Waller this game. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that Ruggs or one of these other guys ends up catching a lot. I want to see, I think Renfro's still due to have a really good week. I'm excited. <laughs> I want to see Renfro busted out this week. That'd be funny. <laughs> White slot receiver getting a good game against the Patriots. Right. Gruden, Gruden would totally do that. Oh gosh, that'd be funny. But I, I'm all aboard the Ruggs train though this week. That makes a lot of sense. He'll get the easier coverage. We know speed speed beats the Patriots because of the defensive type they play. True. So, I think I, it seems it's like a matter of time also before like his targets hit kind of thing. Like he's gotten a lot of good looks, and then well, it's also a matter of can Carr can Carr actually hit him? But because <laughs> right, we know the Patriots are going to find a way to put pressure on Carr, it doesn't matter who they're starting on their pass rush line; it still works. Yeah. Always. And, Maybe they try to manufacture touches for rugs like screens right out of the backfield or something that would help them out too. Mm. But and then as far it's a good as game. yeah, I, I'm excited for this game. As far as uh, Demir Bird and Nikhil Harry, who do you prefer? Harry, I do as well. He he seemed to become he he kind of turned into his Kelvin oh. Benjamin Devin Funches target 
right frame. Right. His, his giant receiver, yeah. Cam, Cam likes to have a giant receiver. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's definitely getting targets. Yeah, I think he got like uh, 12 last game, right? Yeah, he's gotten almost 20 the first two weeks, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So, he's working out. Yeah, he, it's it's clear. I think it's clear like Edelman, Harry Bird. <laughs> Harry Bird. That's a Harry Bird. <laughs> Big Bird walks in. He's the new mascot for the Patriots. He's just got like the whole outfit on, all the regalia. Mm. But, yeah, I think this will be like a really good game. Like you said, this is, I guess, like, like you know, back in probably two or three months ago, no one would have thought this would be a decent game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, they were yeah, all wrong. Uh, yeah, New England right now is fair by five and a half. It's a 47 and a half over under, so kind of high total. Um, but, yeah, next up we've got uh, San Fran at the Giants. I wrote Oof. TBD, but I think I'm going to pick San Fran still. I don't know, man. Nick Mullins. He, so I know he was terrible last game, but he, for the most, like, he hasn't been really that bad at all in his chances he's gotten. And yeah, well, I still don't feel like he has people to throw to. Yeah, this kind of depends on if Kittle's back or not. That's true. Like, if Kittle's back, I feel a lot better about it. Yeah, if Kittle is in, then I feel like I could safely pick San Fran, but... Yeah, Kittle... I, I, see, Kittle got into limited practice today, for what it's worth. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if I mean if Kittle's... If Kittle's in, you play him. And if it's Jordan Reed, I guess play him again. But yeah. it, is, it is the Saquon-less, Sterling Shepard-less <laughs> Giants. I know. It's so bad. And they still don't really have a good line. Like, I know... Sandra's missing a lot of people, but like, I think they can handle the Giants. I they should be able to. I like am that. I am pretty much entirely avoiding this game, <laughs> fantasy wise. Um, <clears throat> I know Jerry McKinnon's there, but Shanahan's totally going to give Jeff Wilson Jr. some touches, and they're just going to fuck each other because, <laughs> like, McKinnon will get receiving work, Jeff Wilson will vulture touchdowns. It's going to be annoying. Like. I think both are okay plays, but you're gonna tilt regardless. Like you may, <laughs> like you may end up being okay at the end, but you'll still tilt during it. Like that's kind of how it's gonna go. They they limit each other's upside a lot, so I think they're both. I guess they're fine streams because I mean they're is how's their is their line still tied or is their line been decimated too? Their line is okay. Yeah, because still alive. Yeah, they they're getting their center back, which is nice. That always helps. Definitely. Yeah. They, oh, they, yeah, got, I mean, they, they got him back Trent last week. Williams yeah. and McGlinchey. Uh huh. So, um, and I, I guess play their tight end because they don't have anyone to throw to. Um, <laughs> giant side, like it's bad. I guess it's literally. I'm only gonna play Darius Slayton, and that is it. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe Evan Ingram, maybe Golden Tate. I don't know. I don't feel good about it. Either one. Uh. Like, hurts my brain thinking about. Yeah, like, the only guy I want to play is Darius Slayton, and that's not even very much, but... I'm, <laughs> I'm like, trying to think game. of matchups in my head. I'm like, oh, it would be this guy versus Richard Sherman's guy. out, at least. Yeah, so, like, exactly. I'm like, oh, but he's out. Oh, and also the guy he's going against is out. Uh, <laughs> and, like, they're losing... They, a lot of their pass rush is out, so, like, there should be t- some more time. But, yeah. Gross game, I think. Just really just bleh. Just uh, bleh. The total is 41 and a half. Yeah, I saved it by four. So, I don't. I don't know if I want to play either defense because, like, it may not be like a defensive like big play game. It just maybe just be bad. I don't know. Just ineptitude offensively. I think both defenses may be okay to play. I don't know. 
I'm just. I don't, I don't like either defense. If you could avoid this game, do it. Like, is that is that fair to say? Right. You're not going to get a sack. You're just going to watch the quarterback miss a throw like yeah. three times in a row because they don't have receivers. <laughs> like, it's going to be it's going to be like offensive sluggishness. I don't like which yeah. isn't like usually benefit the defense points wise that much other than the total. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. This is a gross one. Uh, next up. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. Oh, give me ball. a much better game. Oh, what's this next one? Uh. Cincy at Philly. Uh. So I have Philly, but but I'm also unsure on this one. I may I may also like this falls in the Washington Cleveland category where as like when I talk about it, Philly should win. Right. Um. The big thing is going to be who they have and don't have on their offensive line. Um. Let's see. They lost um, one of their left guards. Is what's his name? Is Lane Johnson back? Yes, I think he is okay. back. Did, did, he, did he come back last week or no? Last week. Okay, because that you know that's important. I Miles Sanders should just have himself a fucking day. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this is why I took Philly too. Miles yeah. Sanders should, and and quite frankly, Boston Scott. Yeah, like I think he's a stream. Yeah. Okay, you have him there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like. We're taking we're taking the running game. If you didn't watch last Thursday, uh, yes. and witnessed what running happened there, were, were, were they both top twelve running backs? Probably pulled up and Probably, but, yeah, yeah. So it's probably obvious. But tell me, tell me why you like Miles Sanders? Um, well, you know, it's mostly just the how terrible the Bengals are at stopping the run. Man, it's abysmal. <laughs> it's so bad, and the reason, like. I think Cincy's offense is more exciting and more rounded than the Eagles, but Philly can just sort of slow the game down and use Miles Sanders, control possession, keep the ball out of Burrow's hands, and then run it down the field really easily. Whereas Cincy is going to actually have to deal with a pass rush because uh, the Eagles do have a pass rush, mm-hmm. and they're going to get to Burrow a good amount, and Burrow's going to take more hits than Wentz will, and it's going to be a little harder for them offensively, <clears throat> but like we still, I think we still both expect the Bengals to torch like the Philly secondary at times, right? Yeah, like the that. So actually, I have AJ Green as um, a banger here. The Philly secondary isn't good right now. Um, their defense isn't. Their defense sucks. Honestly, just it does does suck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what they did, what the Rams did to them last week, holy yeah, crap. Yeah, and then Washington put up 27 on them. So, like, the Bengals, yeah. the Bengals should be able to, like, keep this close. Like, what's the total in this game, actually? The total's at 46.5, and, and I feel like the over should just smash that, right? That'd be cool. Like, neither defense is good. Like, Miles Sanders should just ball out. But obviously, the tight ends are both fine plays because who else did they throw to? Um, <laughs> and like I've talked about Adrian Gray being deep for aggression. I mean, like Tyler Boyd's getting a lot of looks. Drew Sample's probably streamable. Like, like Boyd and Green, I think are great plays. Um, Sample's usable. Don't love it, but usable. Um, as far as Joe Mixon, oh uh, yeah, yep, yeah, we were getting here. So it's not so Philly's red defense <laughs> has not been good this year. Actually, like it. Or at least it wasn't last week. I, mean, I guess I can check in the Washington, but I don't think that's necessarily the best barometer. But they, they're they missing got, some people. Yeah, yeah, they got blown up on the ground last week. Did Fletcher Cox was? Did he get injured? I don't know. 
But um, yeah, like the run defense was not stifling at all last week. I mean, I know the Rams' run run game is a lot better than Cincy's run game, but my my biggest worry on Mixon isn't necessarily the um the like the matchup as much as it is like how much he's on the field. So yeah. last week he was only on the field half the snaps. Like when they are behind, they're using Geo. Like Geo's in there a lot. Mixon's only Mixon's pretty much capped. He's gotten twenty one to twenty touches, which is still good. That's a lot of touches. That's what you want yeah. running back. But he's he hasn't been really getting enough as much run as you as you want as you hope for. He, we want to see a game where he just gets the offense. Like he just is out there on most of the plays and involved. Yeah, and last, it ha- they haven't done it yet. Yeah, last week he got looks. So like because like he ran the ball on fourth and one last week and like at, at the goal at the one. And it didn't convert, but like, so he he got a goal line look at least, but like he's they're using a lot of geo and they're spreading the ball out a lot. It makes it tough for me to feel good about Joe Mixon. I do not feel great about Joe Mixon. Could he still get garbage time pass work? Yeah, but they like you said they use geo. Yeah, I don't think his ceiling is really there. Like he gets enough touches to like have some floor, but like I don't think he has enough of a ceiling for what you drafted him for, what he's going to cost in DFS. So yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, tight ends make sense. I think Deshaun Jackson is in play this week. Um, we've seen Cincinnati kind of blow deep coverage quite a lot um, already. So, yeah, what's been going on with Djax? He just hasn't. Yeah, it just hasn't happened yet. I can kind of check his targets and stuff, but I, yeah, I, I like him this week as a. I mean, he's obviously risky, but with Rager out again, he should be getting the ball thrown to him a lot. And I mean. We tied about because he he got nine targets last week, six for sixty four. And I mean, if I'm getting, he's averaging eight targets a game. If I'm getting eight Deshaun Jackson targets against the Bengals, I'm gonna take that. Yeah. So I'm on board with him this week as well. I just think Philly Philly should have a get right game. They should, but they just haven't looked right either. No, yeah, it's what's tough, but <laughs> they get I think, the Bengals. So yeah, I, I think play 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 your fantasy guys here. Like this should be a fantasy friendly game cool which opinion. is nice because a few of these games we have not we, like it was a few in a row it was like eh. yeah a lot of these suck um <laughs> so next up we've got houston at pittsburgh you've got mm. pittsburgh i think i'll pick pittsburgh but i'm pretty torn um i am too i picked this preseason that the texans would lose this one just because of um steelers pass rush putting a lot more pressure on watson yeah the, but um, but Houston's defense has actually been a lot better than it seems like. Yes. Because of their opponents. Has injuries on the line. Yeah. So they actually, they sacked Lamar four times last week, which is impressive. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they, so he did rush for 54 yards. That's 16 attempts. They held him to 3.4 yards of carry, which also really good. So they, the, the Ravens still whooped them, but their, the Houston defense wasn't as bad as it seems. Um, let me kind of pull up some stuff because Watson got picked off. He got sacked four times himself. Um, there was a defensive touchdown that kind of skewed things a lot. Um, let me kind of I'll, let me check where the interception took place because that could have been um, a flushed pass. Yeah, let me see. Oh no, that was a that was a three and out on that one. But yeah, the Texans just kind of couldn't really convert it, and they had some turnovers. So. Yeah, and so the Steelers, they lost um, Zach Banner, their right tackle, last week, uh-huh. uh, this or two weeks ago. And then this past week, they lost uh, 
Stevan Wisniewski, um, their guard. So now they've got they're down a right tackle and and a guard. Yeah, they will be getting David DeCastro back though. Yes, that's like the big kind of balance out. So that helps. Now he's going to have to have a hell of a game because he's protecting the right side now with Banner's replacement in there. Yeah, because yeah, because DeCastro is really good. So oh yeah. That puts their line back up a lot, so they should be fine. Because Houston's pass rush has actually been pretty decent. Like obviously the Chiefs handled them, but they've been kind of put in shit spots. Yeah, I mean they've played the Chiefs and the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Steelers are. I'm honestly, I guess I'll say rusty enough that like Houston has a better chance this week for sure. Agreed, and I think of the three teams they they will have now played, the Steelers are the easiest. Which is shitty. Like, yeah. <laughs> Houston, like, Houston should be so pissed, like, at the NFL for this fucking schedule, man. Um, I know. Uh, so, I, I do want to throw out one thing. So, on, on fantasy-wise, um, I like David Johnson this week, surprisingly, maybe. Um, really? So, week one, I know it's Saquon Barkley, but nine targets, six catches, 60 yards. They put him in the slot, but that's what also David Johnson should be doing. So... Um, if they will do that, who knows? But that makes sense. And then um, against Denver, um, Melvin Gordon, he got a receiving touchdown. It was pretty impressive, actually. Um, yeah. But Denver also had Jeff Driscoll in, and he doesn't He doesn't really do a whole lot of checking down. But um, they also don't line up Melvin <laughs> in the slot at all. So if if they use David Johnson like as a versatile receiver, I think he could potentially have a good day from a lot of receiving work. <laughs> It seems like it's the only way he'll have a good day. Yeah, because the well, I want to say the rushing won't be there, but actually, like Melvin Gordon was pretty okay, not like good, but like pretty okay rushing wise. He got he got his Melvin Gordon like three point seven a carry. Right. Um, Saquon Barley got eaten alive, but that was <laughs> also on the Giants line. Mm-hmm. And Houston's own line is actually pretty solid right now. It's a lot better. It's gotten yeah. better. That's uh-huh. for sure. So I. I think David John maybe calling a banger might be overzealous, but I think we'll get enough passing work that'll be a banger. I honestly like I agree because <laughs> I I was reading this morning that a lot of people are like don't start David Johnson this week against the Steelers, and I'm like, well, there's a good chance that you're like you can't just take him out of your lineup for another running back, and I wouldn't. I think he'll do fine with his receiving work. I like I agree in that. I think he'll just get enough catches that. He'll be a fine start. Yeah, and then um, any is there anyone else? Because like I let me I don't know what Will Fuller's status is too. That uh, uh, man, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be every week with this team. It's like it's so I don't want to say it's funny, but it's just like yeah, Cooks and Fuller. Like it's <laughs> um, Fuller looks fine. He doesn't have any designation yeah, to I thought him. he came out pretty for the last week or something or maybe he just got goose said um he was not on the injury report as of yeah uh, I, don't, I don't see anything on him Brandon Cooks has like he's on he's been on the injury report with, like the, I think the same quad thing but it looked a lot better last week so yeah. they're they I think they will both be fine like play time wise but if they're both fine like I might end up switching this to Houston because I want Houston to win I feel bad yeah. for them <laughs> And I think the Steelers have gotten a little lucky. Like, they kind of need to get their butt kicked a little bit so they can tighten yeah, up. Yeah, they barely held off Jeff Driscoll last week. Because, like, I, like, yeah. my my brain was like, this seems <laughs> like a Steelers, like, they they going to steal a spot. But um, 
So on the Steelers' side, though, fantasy-wise, uh, James Conner should have a good day. Houston's been pretty bad against the run. Uh, at least, like, I guess running backs, I should say. Um, Lamar Jackson didn't have a good average, but all the Baltimore running backs were really good, like, on a per-carry basis. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the Mark Ingram touchdown was nice. Yeah, and then Dobbins had a long run that didn't finish. Clyde Edwards-Lawyer had a really good week one. And that seems like so long ago, but <laughs> it was. So, um, like, it was good. So, I think James Conner is a really good play here. I guess I'll put him <clears> as a banger, which is odd. I like with the running backs. That doesn't happen very often. Um, Juju and Deontay Johnson are pretty much the only guys getting targets. Not, like, the only guys, but, like, they're both getting combined, I think, more than half the targets. So For sure. It's both, those two. Yeah, they're both good plays every week. But Chase Claypool's creeping on in. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to overtake James Washington for sure, it seems like. Yeah. They like getting him involved. He had a really nice play last week. That was, it was that so tight. good, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was very, like, <clears throat> like his footwork at, like, at the sideline, too, was pretty impressive as well. Yeah, man, that's a big man. Yeah. Those also, little nimble feet. Yeah. Speaking of, do you remember, did you, see, did you see that really touchdown, right, where he, like, stopped on a fucking dime? And, like, oh, yeah. Dude, oh, my God, he's so fucking good. Glad the Falcons have him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think for Pittsburgh, it's a very straightforward three guys for them always. So and then okay, so yeah, I guess back to like Fuller Cooks. What you thinking? <clears throat> um, I I think they could both have a really good night. I think the Steelers are one of those teams that are just they like give up the broken play more than anyone, and I think they both receivers have the potential to do that this week if they're both healthy i think cooks is more likely to grab more catches but i think um i think fuller's gonna pull in some long shots 20 30 yard gains multiple times yeah like the steelers are kind of notorious for like blowing a coverage and shit like that like yep so i could see it i think this will be this will be a really good game is good but he's he's older yeah and he can get beaten by both of them easily Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got at a 45 over under Pittsburgh favored by four. This will be a really good game. I, I'm i not sure who I'd better pick right now. It's tough. I might switch to Houston. I'm kind of torn. Right now I have the Steelers, but if I find out Brandon Cooks is 100% and Fuller's 100%, that might be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Next up, we move on to the 4 p.m. We've got the Jets at Indy. I don't think there's a whole lot oh, to no. go through here. Um, <laughs> play Jonathan Taylor. Uh-huh. Uh, Moa Cox, I mean, take shots at receivers maybe, but I think Jonathan Taylor is the main takeaway from this game. Um, don't play any Jets. You can play don't any. Um, <clears throat> any interest? Yep. Mike? Any, any interest in Michael Pittman or T.Y. Hilton? Not really. Yeah, I, I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah, and like I haven't. I don't feel reliable, but I don't feel good about Rivers getting the ball. T.Y.'s had a lot of drops, which is kind of weird. Like, I would, I would, cons- I would put him as a stream. I think Ty just because if he catches his touchdown this time, it's mm-hmm. good, and it's right. You know, sorry, the Jets. Um, There's the thing about the Jets is that their secondary is actually not their weak point because they they signed Pierre Desir in the off season, and then bless on bless you on Austin is playing well. Plus Marcus May, like their secondary is okay. Mm-hmm. They're getting gashed in the run game. Yeah. It's all it's going to be Which all is Taylor. crazy because that was their strong point, but right. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor week. Molly Cox is a good tight end play too. Again, yeah. So, yeah, uh, because after after we saw Jordan Reed 
have a good game. Moai Cox is a very similar type of player. So, see, I don't, I don't actually like Rivers that much this week. Not that you would. They won't need him. Week, but yeah, which is they, what exactly. the Colts want. That's what the Colts want. Yep. <laughs> but all right, yeah, so I got Taylor show. Yeah, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time there. Uh, I'm sorry. Next Please. up, we have <laughs> we have Carolina at the Chargers. Um, Carolina running game. Oh, sorry, Carolina. Sorry, I meant to say Chargers running game. There we where, go. That's going to be the engine. I think Josh Kelly, Kelly. Kelly and Eccles, baby. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're both great plays, I think. I love so, them both. Yeah, I picked up Kelly in my homer league. Nice, nice. Him. I'm probably going to play him at Dallas this week. So. <laughs> um, I'm, I think I'm going to start him. I want him and Dobbins in this week. We'll get the Dobbins. <laughs> yeah, Give me all Ke- the rooks. Kelly got 20 carries last week. That was crazy. So right. They'd make a lot of sense. Um I kind of want to wait and see on the rest of the Chargers, like the pass catchers, on who's going to have the best connection with them. Like the de- the Carolina defense is bad, so I think they're all worth a look. But I think running games kind of be is going to be right at because you know that's what Anthony Lynn wants and Anthony Lynn wants to do. And if it's working, which it probably will, that's going to keep going that way. So right, yeah, they'll they should be able to run on them really easily, and that'll control most of the game. Yeah, um, Carolina side, so uh, no McCaffrey. Yeah. Mike Davis is now the fill-in. Um, PPR, go for it. Um, otherwise, see if you have a better option. <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, his projection is very realistic in fantasy. I, like, I don't think he gets a touchdown. If he gets receiving work, he'll be fine. But they're not going to use him in the exact same way they use McCaffrey. Yeah, he just got a bunch of catches last week. And like... They'll probably give Curtis Samuel more rushes. They're going to use Alex Arma that I did some last week. And, like, Mike Davis is a PPR play is where I'm at on it. More mm-hmm. um, DJ Moore should get a shitload of targets. I honestly will. I'll put him as a banger, I would say, just Boy. off of targets. And I honestly like Robbie a lot, too. Like, I think, I think DJ Moore and Robbie are just going to get so many targets. I'll, well, I, I assume they'll be behind. Yeah, lot. as Carolina will, tends to do. Yeah, and is this the Panthers' like strongest defensive front they're going against with the Chargers? They played Tampa. They did play Tampa. That's they're pretty good too. Yeah, but I, I think Carolina's defense is. We're talking Carolina. Wow, I keep I keep mixing it for some reason. <laughs> um, I think the Chargers' defense is a good play here. Yeah, I mean Joey Bosa, Linval Joseph, and Melvin Ingram coming at that O line. Yeah, sorry Teddy, it's gonna be a rough day, but yeah. I think DJ and Robbie, just based on a ton of targets, should have good days. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last week you had the Samuel whispers, but I think with Noah McCaffrey, I think they may try to use Samuel in more gadget ways. I don't know how that'll work this week, but I think we may see some creative usage, hopefully. Yeah, he was. they used him as more of a running back last week. It was kind of weird. He was getting usage. It was just not in the way that, as a fantasy owner, you want to see. Yeah. but um, It was a monkey's paw whisper. It was like he's <laughs> Used, but not how you think. It's like it's like a tricky genie, right? So like when you make a wish, and it always takes it like too literally or something. <laughs> you should know there's always an ironic twist to my wishes. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Fucking genies, man. Um, <laughs> next up we've got Tampa at Denver. Uh, pretty gross game. Gross, man. I think. Um, as far as Godwin Evans, um, I think most games I'm gonna be Evans over Godwin this year. I don't know. I think it's going to go back and forth a lot and be really frustrating as an owner of either of them. Also possible. 
Like, <laughs> the Denver secondary is not, like, good right now. Definitely not. Because we saw what the Steelers and Tennessee had done to them. Yeah. Well, Tennessee didn't really do a whole lot to him. Corey Davis had a good day. The Andrew Brown got hurt in the game. But Steelers had a good day against them. Um, I mean, I like Godwin this week. I see. I like the underneath routes and the slot routes. Yeah. I mean, it's Evans and Godwin. You play them both. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a bad for either of them. Um, the running backs, though, I <laughs> don't. I personally am gonna say no, thank you. Yeah, the only guy I think can do anything is Fournette in the second half. But basically, the game script in my prediction goes like this: It's a low-scoring, uninteresting game. Tampa Bay starts off passing, they get up early, and then they run for the entire second half, which can I give can see that. Fournette or Rojo some second-half garbage like fantasy value. But that is it. You cannot run on Tampa. It does not work. No, which it sucks because Denver's got Jeff Driscoll. Like, yeah, and their secondary is not bad either. I think I was reading on Carlton Davis the other day. Uh, one of the corners there for uh, the Buccaneers, uh, who's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- the Buccaneers' defense is playing well, and the Broncos' offense is in complete disarray. So, yeah, so, it's yeah. Tampa defense also, yeah, seems like a good choice. Although, I will say, um, so KJ Hamler's going to get a lot more playing time now. Um, he's back and healthy. He got seven targets last week, all once Driscoll was in. Um the main thing of this is he's minimum priced on DraftKings this week, so I will be playing a lot of him just based on probably some garbage time targets. I don't know. It should it makes it's for minimum price on DraftKings you play KJ Hamler. I'm totally in on that. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Do you think Fant works this week? <sighs> meh. Not yeah. bad, just meh. But yeah, I don't think Denver scored much. I feel like Five that's reasonable. Or like, you know, seventy yards or something, maybe. Yeah, Denver, let's see. It's a 43.5 over under. Tampa's favored by six. Yeah, I don't think Denver scores much this game. So no. ideally don't use them. Um, next up, we've got Arizona uh, hosting Detroit. I've got Arizona. You do too. But I think Detroit puts up a good showing. I do too. Especially if we do get Kenny back. Yeah, assuming he's back and fine, you have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson against an Arizona defense, which has looked okay but hasn't really been tested that much yet in my opinion correct and the detroit passing game could be the thing to test it like they're number one against wide receiver in espn that's because they've played the niners with no wide receivers and the the uh, washington football team with no wide receivers like kenny should feast yeah if he is healthy mm-hmm. but uh kyler should also probably run rampant on this team um yep. so with same with drake if we're uh, going off of... Uh, yeah, I meant to put him in as a banger after seeing what Aaron Jones did. Yep. And then um, who did Detroit play week one? The Bears. Bears, yeah. Did, did Dave, how did Dave Montgomery do? I don't remember. Let me check. But He didn't play, did he? I thought he was out week one. Oh, yeah, I don't know, but I think he played and then came out. But anyway, so um, yeah, Aaron Jones had himself a fucking day. So Yes, he did. <laughs> he torched him. Let's see. Dave Montgomery. 13th... Whoa. 1364. Like yeah, most people don't. Um and then Tariq had 741. They had a the Bears had a good rushing day overall. So Yeah, for sure. Detroit's run defense is really bad. That was actually something I was kinda like looking at to target. And I assume that'll carry over for Kyler. 
So, and then obviously DeAndre Hopkins is really good. They throw to him a lot. Yeah. Yo, I even think Chase Edmonds, if you've got him, you could oh. put him in. If you have nobody else and you're desperate, I think the likelihood that he gets just integrated into the game at various points to give Drake a break, give Drake a break and uh, change things up. Like him just being on the field, he instantly has fantasy value. Because mm-hmm. he got that touchdown week one. So, yeah, he did. He looked he's good when he plays. Yeah, no, he's he's really good. So he's he's one of the better backups in the league. Like as far as like handcuffs go, he's one of the more valuable ones. So, um, and then so TJ Hawkinson, I see you have him as a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. I agree. They haven't really had a like because Kittle because Kittle got hurt, and then um, who did they play last week? Washington. Washington. Logan Thomas didn't do a whole lot last week. So like. This will be kind of a test, a good test to see like how Hawk does to see, okay, did Isaiah Simmons like really help their tight end issues or mm-hmm. has it just been happenstance or whatever. So I cannot wait to watch this one though. It should be high flying 300 plus yards passing for both quarterbacks. Wow. The over under is 55 and a half. Holy fuck. Yeah, shit. dude. <laughs> I just realized that it's gone up a lot. It's gone up four and a half. Arizona's favored by five and a half, which sounds about right. I think they'll win. Um, but this, yeah, this will be a good game. The Cardinals shouldn't have to punt. <laughs> Correct. There should not be much punting in this game. Right. So, but uh, overall, this should be a great fantasy game for sure. Mar- uh, Marvin Jones is playable, of course, I, I would say. And whenever uh-huh. there's a high score game, he's in play. So, um, oh yeah, running backs. Um, any interest in the Detroit running backs? Nope. I will, I will, I will contend for DeAndre Swift and PPR. Okay. Um, so they, the, the Lions backfield is a, is a mess. But yes, exactly. DeAndre Swift has gotten five targets each game. And last week it was five for like he caught five or sixty. And also week one he unfortunately dropped a touchdown. So he he's getting used a lot in the passing game, which I don't know how much of that's Kenny being gone, but I, I don't think they'll fully go away from him in the passing game. So No, yeah. That's, and, that's nice to see them yeah, you know, doing that yeah. with him and not just I don't know. It's a, it's it sucks that there's three viable running backs there. Mm-hmm. And trying to pick one to yeah. do well, but uh, Swift was, you know, their draft pick, and he has looked good, even he's, though he dropped a ball. Like you learn from those. He's, yeah. It was his first game. He's, he's the best running back there. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, I just really hope Kenny Galladay is healthy and fully back for this. That's Me like too. the biggest thing because if he is fine, um, they had him limited Wednesday. I don't see anything for Thursday yet on him. Um, so, I mean, we're just today recording Thursday. Um, so we will see, but if he's in and healthy, I like him a lot as well. Um, next up, we've got Dallas in Seattle, the only game with a higher total. <laughs> it's at 56, and it's Seattle's favorite by five. I agree they will win. Uh, it sucks that Dallas is going to probably lose to the best team in their conference. Yeah. Because they'll end up 1-2, which would have almost been 1-3 years. Sorry, 0-3, which would be hilarious. But... Um, I, I, wrote, I wrote, like, Russ is a banger, but, like, like, everyone should have a good day. Like, play everyone. Play everyone. Russ, yeah. DK, Lockett, um, Carson. Carson. I really like Carson. Yeah, the, the Dallas run is pretty bad. Yep. And I think he gets passes and runs. Like, I think I think Carson has a better day than Jonathan Taylor. Ooh, interesting. That's pretty bold. I'm calling it. They both should, like, honestly, like, if they're both top five running backs this week, I won't be surprised that... <laughs> expected, honestly. I don't think Jonathan Taylor will be a top five running back. Like if he gets 120 yards and a touchdown, 
and then that's like it. That wouldn't surprise me. Whereas yeah. I think Carson will just get usage everywhere. Yeah, should be a lot of touchdowns. So this, this this should be like one of his higher rushing total days. You'd think. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of rushing yards yet. Um, because the Falcons did not exploit Dallas's run game last week, yeah. which we well, mentioned. So Gurley <laughs> did get 21 carries for only 61 yards, but like the Rams ran all over him, and I think the Seattle run game is closer to Rams than Falcons. Uh huh. So yeah, but yeah, I think play any Dallas receiver, play Z, play Schultz. Um, I don't know if I want to play Olsen or not. I think I, I think Olsen's usable, but you probably have better options. There's a lot of good tight end options this week, but. The the big four for Seattle are all great plays. So, uh huh. This is and yeah for Dallas. Like if you were ranking the three wideouts, is it Cooper, Lamb, Gallup? Yes, because that's where I'm at. Yes, okay. that's how I'll be most weeks. Okay. Um, like it's funny because I I like Michael Gallup. He's a good player. He's really good. But right, he's great. Cooper is better, and so is and like is really good too. Like it's it's just tough. So. And Gallup's riskier because they have him going deep the most. So, mm-hmm. um, although Julio did get two great looks deep, but that didn't convert. So maybe Gallup does make sense this game. Who knows? But I like Lamb a lot this week. I think Lamb is a banger. Lamb, um, a little banger. <laughs> even. I mean, this game is going to be great. A lot of offense. So, yeah. Give me all the offense, but yeah, the Cowboys defense can't really stop anything. So Russ should just keep cooking and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play your guys. Play your guys. Um, next up, we've got the Sunday night game, Green Bay at New Orleans. We both have Green Bay. I have no fucking clue how New Orleans is favored. They're favored by three. It's a 52 and a half over under. Do um, they think Devontae isn't going to play? I don't know. That's the like only thing I can think of. Yeah. That would be the only way New Orleans should be favored. Because um, they said he, could, he maybe could have come back in last week, but they held him out because they didn't need him. I think Devontae's going to play from what I've read. Like, I think it's he's more likely that he will than yeah, won't. Yeah, see, Thursday he was just kind of limited on the side. It is the night game, which I don't think that matters a whole lot, but at least he won't have to, like, wake up and be tight in the middle of the day. He's got time to kind of get loose. Right. Monday night would be ideal for him, but um, yeah. I think he'll play. Like, he can easily just not practice all we can play and be fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not that concerned. Yeah. At least not yet. I, I, yeah, as of Thursday, late afternoon, early evening, I'm not concerned, but we'll see. Because I, I assume Michael Thomas is still out. I, I, they like keep trying to act like he might come back, but he's no, he's gone for like four weeks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do, but he's not going to play. Um, and we saw that they weren't that great without him. Yep, um, it was really bad actually. Yeah, I didn't type out the Packers guys because it's Devontae and Aaron Jones, and then. Yeah, because the receivers use at your own risk and desire. <laughs> and then, yeah, and of course, Aaron Rodgers, yes, he should have a great game after what Derek Carr did last week. <laughs> and then Saints, it's Alvin Kamara. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we're good. Perfect. Derek Cook should have done more, but he didn't. I don't know. Like, literally, like, only saying I want to play right now is Alvin Kamara because he's getting, he's going to get an utter buttload of targets. Yeah, no, I think the entire offense is going through Kamara right now. That makes sense. It should. It should. Maybe yeah. Latavius does all right, but yeah, that's like it. yeah, I think Green Bay wins. Like, it makes sense. They should. If, if something yeah. changes where Devontae's out, maybe I'll change it. But as of now, I'm picking Green Bay, and I don't think it's a hard pick. Me neither. In fact, I can't believe. Like, I think I smashed that. 
the uh it the started it started more line. it started like <clears throat> six and a half but i think that might have been before Devonte news i don't know but who knows it's Oof. done um lastly we've got a honestly potential early game of the year candidate um <laughs> of kansas city at baltimore we both have baltimore winning yeah um we've kind of thought about how they look i think they look a little more complete right now although both teams are 100 percent. yeah they're gonna both push each other to like these teams are going to push each other to limits we haven't seen yet <laughs> because yeah. these teams haven't had to try that hard yet um <laughs> well i guess kansas city kind of did but or maybe they were just taking the charges too lightly who knows but over under 54 which you've got two of the best quarterbacks in the league it makes sense baltimore is favored by three and a half so pretty much just the home field more or less um where are you at this game um i think it's a lopsided affair Hmm. I'm I'm sorry. I I think the Ravens win soundly. Really? Yeah. All right. Hit me with it. I just uh, I I just don't think we're there yet. Like at this point in the season, the Ravens look like the significantly better team. Like they're all around just more cohesive as a unit. The Chiefs, I think, still look a little rocky. The defense is way better. Um, Baltimore's defense is nasty, dude. Holy it's shit. way better. They have Marcus like, Peters. Man. It's They're better than like, the Chargers' defense they just faced, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I, I think um, Marcus Peters has been circling this date. He wants to pick off Pat Mahomes like no one's business. <laughs> and, and they won't I'm waiting, the last right, year probably, too. Right. I'm, like, awaiting the rematch in the playoffs where I think it's going to be a really awesome game. But I don't think this one is as close as it is as it will be later in the year. Um, I, I just, I, I don't think that the chiefs can stop the Ravens offense. And I think the chiefs offense will still put up numbers and be good, but it's, I don't know if the game's ever going to seem in reach. Yeah. So I see you have a really fun, uh, banger here. Tell me about it. Mega bang on Dobbins, dude. Mega bang. All right. I got, I got to know, I got to know why. Tell me, tell me why you love Dobbins this week. Well, I think they're just going to run the ball down Kansas City's throat with Ingram and Dobbins. And I think uh, they're going to split a lot, but Dobbins is going to get a lot of the goal line stuff. And, I, man, I, uh, I I think they both have really good fantasy days. But I like Dobbins a lot this week. I'm starting him in my homer league. And, you know, when you're playing a team like the Chiefs, you want to put the ball in your uh, best player's hands. And I think Harbaugh knows that. And I think Dobbins is going to be out there a lot. I dig it. Yeah, the um, the Chiefs have struggled against running backs. Handily. Yeah. <laughs> like, David Johnson had a really good day. Both the Chargers running backs had, you know, solid days. I mean, it was obviously split, but combined really good. So. Yep. I think Lamar is going to have a banger of a day. Um, that's probably a Mandrews day. I don't really want to take a guess on any of the wideouts because the Chiefs have been okay against the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, but... like. Because with Baltimore, it's you, you you pick Mandrews and Hollywood and just kind of hope you get the right one. I guess I hope I, you kind of hope you get the touchdowns. Yep. Uh, I think I'm I'm cool with both. I, I both of them are obviously I think solid plays every week. But um, I'm trying to look at how everything's like how they've been because I think tight ends have done okay against Kansas City so far. Hunter Henry, how he do last week? He got uh, six for eighty three, so pretty solid. And then there you go. Yeah. Didn't didn't the Texans get a tight end touchdown? Maybe I don't know. Jordan Aikens got two for thirty nine and touchdown. Phil's got wow. a couple catches, but yeah, Man- Mandrews makes a lot of sense here. I mean, he does most weeks. So, um, yeah. Kansas City, if 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 Sammy is out, 
Well, I don't. He may, he may be fine. He's, he's he had a concussion. Players can come back. I was assuming week. he was out. I didn't know about that. If he was gonna play. Yeah. If if he's in, do you use him? If he's out, do you use Mikol or Demarcus or where where do you at on that? Because like if he's out, I'm interested in Mikol just simply on the basis of the Tyree Kill premise, where it's like this guy is fast as fuck. And it could <clears> take one, just one. It takes one. Right. Um. I like Demarcus a little bit, believe it or not. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't drop it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as far as Chiefs pass catchers go, it's Kelsey for me. Yeah. Um, and Joe, who got like the lone touchdown of Equal One for the Browns. Um, I'll have to check on the Texans were last week, tight and wise. But um, I assume we'll, Mahomes will have to be under duress some. Kelsey makes a lot of sense. I think as far as we're to attack the defense, Kelsey makes sense. So. He's my favorite Kansas City pass catcher as far as we're playing the, you know, Kelsey or Reek game. Um, right. I mean, he's going to have to take shots at Reek, even though Peters will be, yeah, I'm sure, like hanging out, just trying to get the pick there. Yeah. But he's like, it's going to be hard to pick off Mahomes. So, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's going to still connect at times. Yeah. He just throws it so fucking hard that it's it's hard to catch right. it. Um, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm intrigued by the Dobbins call. They, they've been rough against running backs, so maybe we do see kind of Dobbins in a game where they're going to have to actually try. Also, that, that's the thing. They have to try this game. Oh, yeah. Like, even if it is like that, they won't beat the Chiefs without trying. And the last two weeks, they've kind of coasted. I I assume we get less Gus Edwards this week and probably Pro- more Dobbins. Yep. Like, I assume a lot of the Gus carries go to Ingram and Dobbins. And so if we get... Dobbins getting 12 touches. That's very fun. <laughs> so Yep, exactly. I dig it. Um, but this is going to be such a great game. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. I definitely am like more heavily on Baltimore winning this one and, you know, maybe a different result in the playoffs, but you never know. Yeah, R- K- Kansas right City now. does kind of seem like a team that needed a preseason, but... Yeah, like as of right now where the teams are at, like Baltimore I think is an entire tier ahead Baltimore, of Kansas City. I think I think if we're talking about like NFL, like Baltimore is right now, it makes a lot of sense that they're just the best team for sure. Yeah. Right. Like everyone's chasing Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. To the chase for Lamar. The Chiefs, they're just missing a lot. They're missing their corner who's out for yeah. four games. They'll get him week five. He's their starting corner from last year. Like that's pretty significant. They're you know they're missing some uh, linebackers and I think Kalen Saunders. So like they they're in a little bit of injury problems. They're not Baltimore's really the only healthy team. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Baltimore is the only healthy team. They're healthy and they're strong and cohesive. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I mean, I think they're going to control the clock and run a lot. And we know Mahomes can score in pretty much 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need time of possession. What's whatsoever. that like shitty game for like 60 seconds or less? That's like Mahomes. Like, right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just I think it's just going to be a lot of this Ravens run game just kind of making it really tough to get the ball back in Mahomes' hands. Mm-hmm, I agree. So, I, I so look forward see. to it. That, t- tougher a week on some of the calls, I think, game-wise. But Definitely. Got to um, take a stance. For sure. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this week. I'm ex- oddly excited for Dolphins-Jacks tonight. But um, Me too. I can't wait. Yeah, got to get some LaVishka time. You know, I love those Jacks receivers. But, um, <laughs> yes. Thank you all for uh, tuning in this week, and we will be back next week for our week four preview. Wow, oh, going fast. Oof. Yep. Moving along. <laughs> Cherishing every game. Yep, every every game, every moment. 
and ho hope it hope the season completes. I can only dream.